Greetings, family. Good evening. Welcome to Everyday Magic. Glad to be in and tune in with us. Um, that old black magic has me in its That old black magic Um, okay, I think I've done it. I'm going to open up the lines just so you guys can be on and interact and talk with me. Um, I have two callers on so far. I have a 720 and a 914. You guys there? Hello, good sure. evening. Hi. This is Michelle. Good evening, good evening. I'm glad you're able to call in. I'm feeling really excited about tonight. There's a different kind of energy going on, so I'm going to come at this a little different tonight. Um, initially, because I had so many different requests from people as far as how to, I guess you would say spiritually or metaphysically invoke uh, different protection rituals and spells and things of that nature, that was the initial direction in which the show was going to go. However, upon me meditating and just observing different things, I thought tonight we would touch on what you do to kind of invoke your energy and practice your form of magic? What type of tools or rituals do you perform or just, you know, a habit you may have that kind of brings you into that state of mind, that state of being? Um, So that's where we're going to kind of go tonight. But before we get started on that, I don't know if if you guys have your pens or pencils ready. I had a couple of more references for you as far as literature, to kind of give you a little bit more insight where you can get started, Um, just different resources when it comes to practicing magic in in a lot of different forms. So um, I'm going to give you a little rundown real quick of those things. First, I have a book here which um, it is so key in the things that I do. And the name of this book is Hoodoo, Herb, and Root Magic. And it's by Catherine Urinwood. And um, basically it goes into uh, traditional formulary, giving the spiritual uses of natural herbs, roots, minerals, and zoological curios. So that's like a really good book um, if you're looking into incorporating different things into your practices. Another book I have here. And this may be familiar um, with many, but especially with um, those who incorporate different practices into their Christianity. This book is by Anna Riva, and it's called Powers of Psalms. Now, that's a little controversial for some, but for most of us, we realize that when you recite and when you say things, um, you're, you're basically invoking certain Uh, reactions to happen to what it is that you're doing. So um, this aspect touches on what I'd like to think in any book 
of spirituality, they always seem to have certain passages. Like even in the Quran, there are some that might argue, but um, there are certain ayats that people use when they're doing things as far as uh, protecting their home um, or when they get in their car, there are certain prayers that they say from the Quran. You know, so again, we're, we're kind of teetering on what people interpret as magic or what they consider to be magic or uh, incorporating metaphysics and spirituality into your um, regular regimen or practices. But there's always something I found in each religion where they kind of draw on that spiritual, metaphysical side of things. Um, okay, here's another book by Anna Reva, and it's called Spellcraft, Hexcraft, and Witchcraft. Another good book. It's, it's a do-it-yourself for enchantments and, and things of that nature. Spellcraft, hex is an H-E-X craft? Yes, Spellcraft, okay. Hexcraft, and Witchcraft. And that's by Anna Reva. She is actually one of the people that when I first decided to consciously engage in magic and metaphysics, I went into this bookstore. I don't know if I know of a couple of people that have had this experience, but I literally kind of meditated, prayed on it, and when I went into the bookstore, it was a, a little botanica in Brooklyn. And I ran my hand over the books. Initially, I was just doing it in, in a selective manner. But what ended up happening is the books almost came out to me, certain books. Like I noticed they literally moved. So for me, or they spoke almost in a whisper to me. And that's how I kind of decided which books I was going to initially start off with. And most of those books were by Anna Reva. So she's like one of my first encounters on an academic level of, you know, with magic and, and being practical and incorporating it into my daily comings and goings. But, okay, so let me move on. The next book is Protection, Spells and Charms by Jade. So that's another book you might want to look into. These are very simple books. The, the things are kind of almost in layman's terms. So, you know, it, it's not too technical where you're worried about how am I going to interpret what the heck I'm reading here. These these things are kind of simple and they're very thin books, maybe 20 or 30 pages short of being a pamphlet, so, uh, some of these books that I've told you about. Now here's another one that's really good. But I also recommend that you do research once you pick what you're going to use. The name of this book is Secrets of Magical Seals by Anna Reva. How to use them and put their power to work for you. Now, in most, wow, how can I say, religions, um, civilizations, there was, I, I've noticed that they worked a lot with seals and symbolism. And this is a great beginning or introductory book to some of the seals and that were used. This is also, and it says this on the cover, a modern grimoire of amulets, charms, 
symbols, and talismans. And this, again, is by Anna Riva. And you might want to really, like, look into that. This book is great as far as giving you seals when you want to dress a candle, um, just different spells. I use seals when I'm making elixirs, when I'm doing um, simple oils. Um, you can just use them anyway. And, you know, and you, you can use them when you're invoking different things. It could be in the kitchen over your food. You can put that under the dish when you serve up. You know, you're, not, you're only limited to your imagination. So remember that when you're working with all these things. I take all these things from these books, and I kind of modify them for me because we each have our own signature energy that we work with, things that you're comfortable with. Um, you might have a technique, you know, that you may be used to doing or you may be thinking about using, and don't ever feel that you are constricted or limited to someone else's practice. You have a lot of power-crazed people, like with anything, but they would like to insist that there's only one way to do something. As far as I'm concerned, the only one way that applies to everything that we do is safety. Other than that, I say go crazy, go wild, uh, be innovative, you know, and that type of thing. So, you know, I just want to put that out there. Now, here's another book. It's called The Way of the Green Witch, Rituals, Spells, and Practices to Bring You Back to Nature. And this is by Aaron Murphy Hiscock. A lot of these books came from Amazon. So I think so far almost everything I've named, you can kind of, you can go that route if you want. And it's, you know, when it comes to magic, because I'm very big on energy and, and someone's spirit and intent, I tend not to get used books because I'm not quite sure uh, of the imprint of this person's intent and energy that they worked with when they were using a book. But you kind of use your common sense and play it by ear and try very hard to tap into your natural instincts if you're going to go that route. If you're going to use any object um, that was used, you have to use common sense, you know, and definitely trust your intuition. I had a Baba Lao give me what we call a colador, which is basically a pestle and a, a mortar when you're, you know, um, a mortar when you're going to grind up herbs and do different things. Instinctually, I knew to smoke this out and cleanse it before I even worked with it, because he and I differ on the things that we engage in. And I didn't want to incorporate that into the things that I was going to be using it for. So, again, this can go with amulets. This can go with um, books. Even if someone sells you a bag of herbs, you know, intent means so much. What were they thinking when they picked these herbs? Where are these herbs from? Were these... Um, were these plants cared for? Were they loved? You know, when you purchase things from people of a magical nature, um, do not automatically just dis discredit yourself as far as if you pick up on something. So be aware of these things, even with books, believe me. Um, you can do a lot with a book and then hand it to someone and cause some trouble. 
So if you're going to go to use book route, keep that in mind. Another book is Voodoo Visions. Well, it's an encounter with divine mystery, and it's called Voodoo Visions. And this is by Sally Ann Glassman. Another amazing book you'd want to um, look into getting. I'm going to speed it up a little. I don't want to stay too long on this. Um, another book that I have here is the Herbal Alchemist Handbook, and that's by Karen Harrison. Um, I have the Complete Illustrated Encyclopedia of Magical Plants by Susan Gregg. And then, um, again, we have Scott Cunningham, which there's countless books. You just put Scott Cunningham in and you see what comes up. And whatever speaks to you, I advise you to pick it up. All his books, for the most part, are wonderful. And the last person I'm going to say is um, I have this book, Pure Magic, A Complete Course in Spellcasting. And this is the same author who wrote The Element Encyclopedia of 5,000 Spells, Judica Isles. So I hope that is enough literature I kind of put out there for you guys that are looking into just pursuing this on an academic level, um, taking your practices to another level. You know, there's Can you repeat the one that you said after the herbal alchemist? After the, okay. Was that the complete illustrated encyclopedia of magical plants? by Susan Gray, and it was also, I said, um, I said three of them. Um, it was Pure Magic by Judica, J-U-D-I-K-A. Okay, and then the other one was Scott Cunningham, and he does spellcraft, creating magical objects. He just does so many different books. Um that you would definitely want to just put his name in and go crazy because he just has some wonderful stuff out. I have most of his books. There are a couple that I find, uh, and I say very sparingly, that like one or two that I think is a little commercial. I'm not quite sure what started to happen at the end there with him. But um, for the most part, all of his books. And again, use your instincts. They'll, they won't lead you astray. So, you know, fill out what it is. Even if you're not in a bookstore, I've come across things on the Internet that practically jump off the screen at me. You know, so it's kind of using your energy. What are you drawing to you? You know, I usually ask for signs when I'm doing things. When I put a question out there to the ether, I expect an answer. I'm never disappointed. So with that mentality and with that intent, I always get something in return. You know, even if it's, like I said, something jumping off at the screen to you, someone might say something and you're like, oh, hey, wow, you know, that kind of answered the question I, I put out there into the universe yesterday or last week, you know. So keep your eyes and ears open for the unexpected. Try not to get so locked into what you're used to getting as far as answers or what people like to say a testimony or a witness. You know, the more you open your mind and your heart, the more you are likely 
to get an answer to what it is that you're asking, even if it's out of the norm. Now, before I go into what I did this evening that kind of brought me to this topic, does anyone have any questions or anything they want to bring up? Okay. We'll proceed. Now, this evening, first of all, there's some, a lot of things going on on the planet today. Not that there is ever a dull moment, but from what I'm understanding, there were a lot of volcanic uh, eruptions happening simultaneously around the world. Yeah. I don't see that as a bad omen. I think it is nature being natural, and I like to say nature's on the move. It's in transition. But one thing I do know, nothing, be it a storm, rain, snow, typhoon, hurricane, heat wave, whatever you want to call it, we are connected to nature. So usually when something like simultaneous volcanic eruptions take place on a planet, there's something happening with us at the same time. You know, and for me, today was a highly charged day for no apparent reason. You know, I was just overflowing with so many different ideas and thoughts and actions. And so when I heard about what was going on, you know, as far as climate and things of that nature, it it made sense to me because that's how I was stirring internally. And um, I decided to prepare for tonight's show a certain way. So when I decided to take my shower this evening, which is almost the only way I can meditate and I receive a lot of information via by water, tonight I decided to set up my diffuser, which I use essential oils to do different things because I don't have access for a lot of these spells and magic that we're going to talk about. We don't all have an herb garden. We don't all know where there's that little shop where we can go and pick up root of this or, you know, it's just not practical for a lot of us. But one thing that is easily accessed are oils or essences of the plants themselves. So I decided to diffuse this evening frankincense, which I'm pretty sure a lot of you guys are familiar with as far as cleansing and protection and drawing to you wealth and and just positive energy, things of that nature. So I decided to diffuse that um, while playing the sound of waves crashing on the shore. And, you know, then I proceeded to take my shower, and that's when it dawned on me how many people have their own little rituals to prepare for certain things that they're getting ready to do. And do they realize that that is essentially magic, you know, depending on what energy you're working with and and what you're trying to invoke and what you're trying to draw. And it was during my shower and and all of that, the candle lit, you know, just things like that, that it dawned on me, hey, let me throw that out there this evening and see who has their own little rituals that they like to do when they're practicing their magic. You know, so that's something that um, I want to talk about with you guys. And, and I would like for you to share. I just um, opened the line to a 517 number as well. So good evening. You're on the line with us. 
You in the Easy room? Greetings. You heard? Greetings. Greetings. Love and light, Sam. Um, throw that question out there right now to everyone. What? Take a moment and reflect on what you may do when you're invoking, drawing, creating, or repelling something. You may not even see it as a ritual, but if it's something that you do repeatedly in the same manner, that kind of deems it ritualistic. I agree. I totally agree. My whole life is a ritual. (laughs) (laughs) I agree. I do the same things every single day. I I probably am considered OCD, but that's my ritual, and I I feel disjointed if I don't do that. I start my day every day with prayer, and then I go from there, and I make coffee, and I serve my ancestor altars first and light my incense mm-hmm. and do those things before I can do anything. That's very insightful for a lot of people. That's kind of giving them, you know, you, we, you it's not taboo. And I want people to understand this. You know, based on different teachings, you know, when you hear the word ritual, you think of what? Cults. Um, you know, just people standing around, it, it's deemed very anti-divine, like it's the opposite of being in accord with nature and things of that. But I want, I, I hopefully I would like for everyone to let go of that energy and that mentality right now. Kind of open yourself up to considering things from a different perspective. You know, the sister just named a couple of things that she does. There's a lot. Listen, there are things that you do that you don't even realize you're doing it. I know a lot of women mm-hmm. that before they start to cook, they play music mm-hmm. or before they clean. Yeah, I do. And That's a ritual. That's a ritual. You know, and it has nothing well, to do with whatever deity you worship. I you know, you're agree. invoking something. You are creating an, an energetic climate because you are getting ready to create. When we cook, we create. What do you want to put into your food? I want to put in love and energy. I want to invoke my ancestors. I want to draw on their strengths and their comfort. They call it comfort food. I want my family to be comforted when they nourish their bodies. So I might throw on salsa because I work a lot with my, uh, my ancestors, you know, from my mom's side. You know, so, you know, with my Hispanic ancestry, we, you know, we like to play our salsa, and I like the smell of sofrito, and I can I can feel my aunts in the room with me. I know they're standing there, guiding my hand. They're talking to me. They're teaching me lessons. They're telling me about our family and our history, and they're loving me, and they're protecting me, and they're saying, come on, let's go. And I'm dancing, and then I watch my family eat, and their whole energy changes, and they reflect the ritual that I was doing while I cooked. See, that's that's something that's key to understanding and knowing, my dear cousin Sherry. Hi, honey. Greetings. Greetings, (laughs) Sherry. Thank you for calling in. (laughs) Yes. Yes, I just wanted to add to that. Um, Like you're saying, every single thing that we do is a ritual, you know, and but we don't really realize that we're actually practicing magic it's either 
you know, you practice magic for um, something that's going to benefit you or something that's going to take away from you. And a lot of times, Mm -hmm. you know, people practice magic for things that are taken away from them, not even realizing that they're invoking those things out into the the universe. So um, for me, myself, what I do is I make sure that I'm connected because I want to make sure that the person that I am, you know, how would you say the energy that I'm in tune with is the one that's, you know, in harmony with my highest spirit and the divine. So, that's right. And a lot of people don't realize that you have to do that because sometimes it's the ego, sometimes it's the lower self who's operating. And you're really believing that it's you, but it has nothing to do with you. It has something to do with those other forces and those other energies. So it's really about choosing, like you said, how you want to create. What do I want? What is my intention for this day? And you really have to understand that you have the power to create what you want to experience. This is very true. This is very true. This is what I call a universal truth. Sherry, can you give the listeners a little background? Because you also have a show and you also do different work. Can you just give them a quick background on what it is that you do? Sure. Um, Well, I have a master's in metaphysics. And metaphysics basically is study of the mind and first causes of life, of everything that you experience in life and how you create your world. Um, But I will say initially that even prior to getting that master's, I was born from the womb. I came into the earth with certain understandings that already (laughs) accredited me for the most part um, and qualified me to share what I've learned, you know, from the other side, basically, you know, because I Mm -hmm. truly believe in reincarnation, and I believe that we come already with something. This is why, you know, we're taught about our gifts and our potentials and things of that nature. But anyway, I could go on forever about that. I don't want to spend too (laughs) much time, but... (laughs) Well, really quick, just tell about how they can tune in and listen to you on Wednesdays. Sure. Every Wednesday from 7 to 8 p.m., you can tune in to Mind, Body, and Soul Connections, and it's on blogtalkradio.com, and you can either listen via the Internet or you can call in at 215-383-3903. And that's every Wednesday. Thanks, Sherry. I mean, this is all connected. I want you all to realize this is connected. Mind, Body, and Soul Everyday magic, this is all part of a oneness. That's right. That's right. You know, so we're about harmony and about supporting each other and um, just accomplishing things in our everyday life by using our innate abilities. And that's that's what you all have. You all have your own innate ability. Ability. Do not think that um, somebody is more powerful than you. They're just different than you. Mm-hmm. You have to change your way of thinking. You know, let go of those labels and stigmas and things that were put on you by others, you know, That's be right. it by society, by a civilization of, right. of, you know, we're taught this is what history was and blah, blah, blah. My thing is 
what I do goes beyond religion, theology, and philosophy. It's That's something right. that is, it's innate. It's as natural as my heartbeat. Right. And, you know, there's nothing that predates my breath, my life, you know, and that goes for all of you guys. So I want you to know um, what you have to say and what you, what you do. There is no right or wrong way. You know, we just all have our own ways. And if you want to you want to classify something as wrong, then maybe that's because it's not working. But other than that, don't think, well, the book doesn't say this or she didn't say that or he. No, that's not how it works, not, not here on Everyday Magic. You have the right to be your own individual. There's nothing to be ashamed of or scared of. This is done in peace. This is done in love with, it's like, what they say, uh, having a fellowship, that's what we're doing. Mm -hmm. You know, people that acknowledge power and energy and vibrations and and things of that uh, nature and how do you manipulate those things? How do you get them to work for you? You know, I have some people that had been asking me about different crystals and what they can do. I'm just going to throw a couple out there um, and how you can work with them. Okay, one of a common crystal is amethyst. Mm-hmm. Healing on all levels, body, mind, and spirit, raises vibrational frequency and protects against negative energy. When I do readings for people, now let me pause for one second, because I always do the show and I never mention certain things, and after the show everybody's like, well, why didn't you say such and such? So let me go into this real quick. I work with therapeutic-grade oils. Now, there's a difference. You have different type of oils. You have those that are used for aromatherapy. You have oils that claim that they're pure, so that's their classification, and then you have therapeutic-grade. I'll tell people, if you can't eat it, then you shouldn't put it on your skin because it's mm. still, you're still taking it in. So that's the difference kind of between, yeah. we'll say, pure and therapeutic. Because in this country, legal-wise, someone can slap a label pure on a bottle, but actually only 5% of that oil is pure. The rest is who knows what. Petrol, oil, who? They work with all kinds of shenanigans and tomfoolery with these things. Okay? Um, Now, this is not disputing the fact that there are some oils that know you shouldn't digest just because they're not meant to be digested. They're not good for the human system. They're toxic. I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about when somebody is making a potion for you, an elixir, an oil to do magic, you would want them to use therapeutic grade unless it's just for aromatherapy purposes. I try to use something where you can use it in many ways, so you don't have to worry about that. I use Young Living Oils. That's who I get my oils from. That's who I create my products from. That's what I recommend to people I work with because I like to also teach you to, you know, try to, for you to empower yourself. You don't want to be codependent on another spiritualist for every little thing. So I'm going to tell you, if you're interested in the Young Living Oils, you can go to www.younglivingoils.com. No, actually, www.youngliving.org, 
backslash Nadia, N-A-D-I-A, Clayhar, C-L-A-H-A-R. At this website, you will find an incredible list of oils and blends that are available to you. Not only will you find the oils, but they tell you how to use them, okay, and what they are and the differences. So you're not just clicking on something and you might not be too sure. The wonderful thing about these oils, whether you're using them for magic, whether you're using them, they'll consider to be magic, is to heal your family, to protect your family, to invoke certain environments. And, and um, Sorry, I think my phone conditions. is breaking up. Can I get that website again? Because every time sure. you say um, something, I'm not catching it. That's why I have to keep on asking. Okay. Okay. It's the website? The website is www.youngliving.org backslash Nadia, N-A-D-I-A, Clayhar, C-L-A-H-A-R. That's going to take you right to my site. Now, I also want to add this. Thank you so much. You're welcome. There's different um, there's different packages that are available if you don't want to just buy the single oil. And there's many products, too, so don't think it's just oils. You can get creams. You can get uh, cleansers. It's all kinds of things. You can get uh, vitamin supplements. Um, I recommend, let's say you want to get something. It's called Everyday Oil, and it has about 10 different oils in it. I would tell you to probably purchase as a distributor that you're interested in being a distributor because you get a discount. You're not paying as if you're just buying straight up, you know, just a straight bottle of oil. So whereas with the everyday package, for instance, you get 10 oils, you get a diffuser, um, you get a complimentary oil, you get um a, a supplement that you can drink, and you get all of this, I think, for maybe $140, where if you were to buy everything separately, you would pay no less than 300 Now, you're not obligated to always keep buying on that level. You can stop at any time. You can cancel your membership. But I recommend to people who, you know, have a budget and they're trying to be a little bit more efficient that they might want to go that route. So, Look into if you go there being a distributor, okay? So I just wanted to put that out there. And another thing is if you want to keep up on different things I come across, be it health, magic, spells, crystals, you can go to Nadia Amunet Hotep Clayhoss, and that's on Facebook. That's kind of my Facebook page, and it has an array of things, anywhere from pictures of my family to it could be a spell <laughs> to it could be crystals for the day and how to use them. Um, but basically you'll be able to see kind of what I'm doing. And when I come across little things that I think are really helpful or that I think are worth researching, because I don't endorse everything on my page, sometimes it's just there so that I can go back and study and research it. But, it, you know, going to my Facebook page is a good place 
if you want to kind of see what's going on and if I come across new books and new materials and oils and ways to use them and, and how to invoke and create, okay? So I had to put that out there because I forget every time we do the show. But I wanted to go back to telling you um, as far as like amethyst. I win amethyst when I do readings and when I do healing because I know personally um, one of the biggest parts of me that gets affected is my heart, literally my heart when I do certain things. So I wear my amulet, my amethyst, as sort of a, a protection to further endorse and work with the energy that I invoke for protection. Putting all their faith in a stone or in a crystal, we're meant to work harmoniously with the things around us. It can be the elements or it can be an object. Don't get caught up in the hype and the hoopla of thinking something just by itself is going to do certain things. You're giving away your power. You have power. So remember, when you work with these stones, it's part of your power. It's not just a stone by itself. What are you doing? What are you giving off? What, what energy, what frequency are you on? So keep that in mind. Another stone is amber. Amber transmutes negative energy into positive. It bridges conscious self to the divine. Okay, comes in very handy. Here's another common uh, stone, diamond. Diamonds purify. They amplify thoughts and feelings, both positive and negative. So that's reinforcing what I said to you as far as what are you bringing to the table when you're getting ready to do magic and you're dealing with an object. Keep that in mind. And when you're working with a metaphysician, a spiritualist, a witch, a healer, an obia person, whatever they're called or they call themselves, um, take note of their nature because I guarantee whatever you're having them do, they're incorporating their nature into the work that they're doing for you. When I'm creating something for someone, I always tell them, there's times I might not do it. And it's not about the money. I'm going to say, listen, if I'm in a bad place, if I need to get myself together, I'm not creating anything for you. I don't want your money. I don't want to give you a cursed object. <laughs> so use your, you know, use your common sense. If somebody says, hey, I'm a spiritualist and I can do this, that, and all that, then you're thinking, you know, there's something not right with the energy, though. It's pretty negative, pretty dismal, you know. Or this is a person that you know has horrible um, luck in the department of relationships. You might not want to get a stone or a candle dressed for love from them if they're not a loving common sense. You know what I'm saying? This is a person that's always fighting and in conflict. I have girlfriends that are high priestess, and they do their thing. And, you know, I might need some work done. You know, doctors go to other doctors. Spiritualists go to other spiritualists. But I might be like, wow, she's been fighting with her boyfriend now for about a year. <laughs> I, I'm not going to ask her to do my love, a uh, nice little love or harmony candle, because she really don't have no harmony going on. <laughs> You know, use your common sense. <laughs> I had someone call me and ask me to do something, and they said they wanted to hit the lotto. You know, dude, I'm not tell them, tell them to go get a Ouija board. <laughs> well, you know, <laughs> exactly. It's like, okay, 
Because you have to, okay, you, again, when you're using common sense, <laughs> I can do spells and things for wealth or abundance for you. That might not be reflected in my life at the moment. Don't assume you know why, though. Like me, I have, I've had, shall I say, issues with money, with finance, because I was raised to perceive it as the root of all evil. So I had an adversity to wealth. So I'm not living in probably the wealth that I could be living in because I don't, my energy restricts the abundance that the universe provides for me. But that's something I have to work out, and that doesn't have anything to do with what I can give you if I'm doing a spell based upon what it is you need. So it can get pretty intricate. You just kind of really have to feel things out. This goes back to your instincts. You know what I'm saying? Um, Use your instincts. Use common sense. You kind of know. Be wary of spiritualists that want to take all the power from you that don't want to um, educate you upon your abilities or encourage you to become proactive in your spiritual life. I'll dress a candle for you, but I'm going to tell you how to dress your own candle so that you have a choice whether you want to draw upon my energy or you just want to use yours or you want to do both. But, you know, think about things like that when you're dealing with spiritualists and you're learning things. Nobody should um, share with you techniques or work where they're taking away your power or telling you you have no power, you need me. Oh, you have a curse on you, and the only way to get it off is if I give you a bath. Stop right there. (laughs) You know what I'm saying? Something's not right here. Now, I can tell you I'll do this and that and the other for you, and you need to do this, that, and the other. After that point, you make a choice. You know, you use your judgment. But if I'm telling you that there is no salvation but through my actions for you, I'm a charlatan. (laughs) You know, you don't want to do that. You know, so... You know, you get somebody to make your amulet, uh, amulet with one of these stones, that's beautiful. Find out what the stone does. Make sure they teach you how you can use it, you know, how you can continue on. You shouldn't have to call them every week and be like, hey, how do I do so-and-so in my stone and this is not No. Now, you have some people that they like to just throw away money. That's one thing. But the majority of people want to empower themselves. So keep that in mind. Okay, I'm going to move on because we're kind of running out of time. We only have an hour. There's schematite, which is very easy to have access to. Yeah, I use that. Okay? Schematite is good for grounding, clarifies Mm -hmm. thought, improves memory, and calms anxiety. Mm -hmm. Wonderful to have on you. Here's another one, which is one of my favorites, lapis lazuli. I hope I'm saying that right. If not, you, you get the point. Say it again. Lapis lazuli. Oh, yeah. Oh, that's a powerful one. Oh, my goodness. It was very commonly used in Egypt, in Kemet, Mm -hmm. in a lot of the jewelry. Um, Oh, yeah. Deep wisdom and intuition is associated with lapis lazuli. Opens the third eye and leads Mm -hmm. to enlightenment. Here's another thing it's good for, depression. Mm. Okay, self-doubt, 
Fazuli, the man that should definitely be in your collection. Here's something that we used to play with as children and we didn't think Moonstone. Mm-hmm. Okay, remember those? We used to have our little oh, moon yeah. rings. And I love and those A lot things. of those were moonstones. <laughs> Mm-hmm. They they used to change according to your mood. <laughs> exactly. Moonstones balance yin and yang. Enhances the inner feminine and acceptance for the yin attributes. I have a couple of oils here, right? One of them is called Joy, and it's from Young Living. Look into it. Okay, it's self-explanatory, the title, Joy, right? However, I noticed when I first got my oils and I was introducing it to my girlfriend, at least two of them could not take the smell. And I kept saying, why not? It was, I think it was peace and calm is one blend, and joy was the other. And I kept saying, what is it about these two oils? They were like, we'll take everything but those two. And I did some research and how it's being mentioned here with yin and yang and balancing that. These particular two girlfriends are very masculine, Mm. very masculine, very domineering, Mm. almost to what some might say a fault, depending on, you know, if you're judging how they live. But anyway, I just knew my girlfriends a little on the masculine side when it comes to certain things. So I can say, what is the common factor in these oils? It was Lang Lang oil. Okay, Lang Lang, like this stone, the moonstone, has to do with the yin and the yang, balancing masculine and feminine. When you're off balance, you have an adversity to these things. So you, you might hold the moonstone and not feel too comfortable. It might feel hot in your hand or, you know, you might feel a little anxious, like I need to get rid of this. It's actually giving you some insight as to maybe one of the imbalances in your life. Mm-hmm. So when you pick a stone and it doesn't agree with you, do some research. Do some self-reflecting as to what's going on inside because that, you know, the stone is talking to you. It's telling you something. Okay? So I want you guys to keep that in mind. Okay, let me get back to this. Okay. Opal, very common, right? We all know about opal. Opal amplifies emotion, insight, and spontaneity. Spontaneity. Very potent and can cause difficulties with the wrong person. Did you hear that? (laughs) Be careful. Know yourself. Each color of opal has its own properties. You have to research that. Mm-hmm. Okay, but I'm letting you know. But it can cause difficulties with the wrong person. It amplifies emotion. So if you are an angry person, if you are an impulsive person, especially when it comes to your emotions, you, you just talk crazy when you get upset. You put your hands on people. You break things. You might not want to carry around an opal till you get yourself together. <laughs> Okay, use common sense when you're doing magic, all right? Here's another one. We kind of associate this with our elders, right, the pearl. Okay, the pearl, pure mind and heart, balances emotions and reduces stress. 
see, that might be good for the person that has emotional problems. You're looking for some temperament, balance there. Here's another common one for you, quartz crystal. We all know about quartz crystals. They're in our computers. Hello. All around us. Attracts, amplifies, and sends energy, easy and safe, useful for all kinds of healing. Mm -hmm. Okay, I want to pause right here. We don't have too much time, but I'm going to tell you this. Sends energy, amplifies, and it attracts. There's quartz crystals in your computer. When you're dealing with being online and being in contact with people, there are things happening to you and through your computer. Be aware of this, people. I can go on my Facebook page and I can detect traces of energy from people from my past. So I know who's been on my page. Okay? Keep that in mind. I know when somebody's looking at my picture, sending me hateful thoughts, hateful energy. Because I have quartz crystals in my computer. You know, they conduct energy. Keep this in mind. Use common sense. You'd be surprised how many things around you use quartz crystals, your everyday gadgets. And if it's something that connects you to other people, be aware of who is transmitting what so that you can consciously block, you know, and you can use other stones to actually block. So keep that in mind. I kind of have a little grid, crystal grid, around my computer because I don't want it to be a uh, an entrance into my home, into my personal space. You know, a lot of crazy people out there. But, okay, let's move on. Rose quartz balances yin and yang is another stone you can use. Restoring harmony after emotional wounding. Very good when healing after maybe a broken relationship or the loss of a loved one, you know, from this physical plane. That's something. And one more I'm going to give you just for tonight is turquoise. We are all very familiar with turquoise. Okay. Um, highly spiritual yet grounding, uplifting to unconditional love. Aligns chakras and opens the heart. So, you know, these are different stones. You pick what you want and you make it work for you. Um, there's only about seven minutes left. I'm going to open the line to a 651 number. Um, you're now in the chat room with all of us. Greetings and blessings. I Oh, greetings and blessings. Ia, <laughs> you're here. Yes, Ia was She's sleeping queen. good. <laughs> and woke up and said, oh, my God, I forgot to join you on the show, but it sounded like you was rocking them. Oh, it's such a beautiful evening. I'm feeling such an abundance of love and peace and enthusiasm. Listen, people, tonight is a good night to conjure. I know this energy. I know this air. It's on the breeze. You want to bring something great into your life tonight? Start your project tonight, even if it's on paper. Do your, Write down your project. If you know about seals, maybe you pick a seal and put that seal on the back of the paper and Put your little dress candle on top of that and get you invoking. It's really great. If you want to, if you've been contemplating starting a new relationship, tonight is a good night to initiate contact on that level. So if there's somebody at work, 
you know, you've been looking at and you've been feeling a certain way, if it's a neighbor, if it's one of your friends that you fell in love with, whoever, whatever, tonight is a good night to start positive, productive things in your life. It's in the air. I'm telling you, it's in the air. Draw on what is around you. Tap into the oneness, that universal energy, that one single thread that binds us all to everything. And I'm telling you tonight, the energy is creation. You can create bad, you can create good, choose wisely. I recommend be positive. I'm feeling super positive. I'm sending that energy out to all of you. You know, powerful. I think I'm going to start a couple of projects tonight. My, I, I think I'm going to create some oils for my clients, you know, so we can harness this energy because you can harness that energy at that moment. So tonight I'm going to harness the energy of productivity and creation. And I'm going to put it in some oils. I'm going to put it in some salves and some body butters. I think I'm going to make a, a leek soup because I also feed my clients certain things. I'm going to get busy tonight, and I recommend that all of you powerful, beautiful, enlightened individuals tap into what is made available to us. There's such an abundance. The universe is a yes universe. Tap into the yes. Tap into the yes and create tonight. I'm excited. Phenomenal advice. I want I want you guys to be be excited, be enthused, turn it up as they say. <laughs> I'm quite a nerd, so don't find me when I throw around these little <laughs> common anecdotes. Clone from the house, watches too much TV sometimes, and I pick up a little line here or there. I know I sound silly, but let's go. Let's get turned up as they say. Yeah. Tonight we're getting turned up on magic. I'm high off the of life. Are you? Let's go. Oh, shit. Definitely. <laughs> Today is a good day to clear your head. Excuse me, goddess. Today is a good day to clear your head, too. If you conjure it, clear your head first, because you don't want to bring residue of hate or anything. Start from a place of love, and then you don't worry about harm to anybody else. That's right. Now, I'm going to tell you, me and Ilya differ. Ian and I differ when it comes to certain things. I yes, will hex your ass up. Let me get that straight. Matter of fact, I'm going to celebrate because I've had a troublesome na- uh, neighbor who's been very violent and aggressive towards me, and I worked a little spell on her ass, part of the vernacular. But guess who got her eviction papers? Hooray! We're celebrating tonight. Okay. <laughs> I didn't have to choke her out. Yeah. You didn't have to. You just sent her back the energy she was sending you. And it was patience I that allowed did, you to I wait. I did, but I did put a little stank on that ear. Let me, let me read know you had, I know you had, you, you, you had to I do you. I put a little stank on that spell. So I she know got her you. crap and a little bit of mine. <laughs> but all in all, it worked out well because she's got to go. So hooray. Ashay. I'm very happy. <laughs> See, my intent was not harm to her uh, initially. It, it got to that point, but I, I checked it. But it, my whole point was to 
diffuse a negative situation. Okay, and she had to go. She tried to, you know, she had actually tried to do a little something. This is very odd to me. She had put some ritualistic stuff on my door, and I kept saying, does she know I'm a witch? What's the problem? I don't understand. It's like, you know, I felt like a Christian with a burning cross on my lawn. We don't play that crap. Don't be trying no spiritual launches over here. What is that? You know, but uh, anyway, bottom line, it reversed on her. I sent it right back with a little momentum that science worked with me. And she got her. So I'm going to celebrate that tonight as well. We only have a couple of seconds. I want to say love and light to all of you. Thank you for tuning in. Things are going to get better from here on with the show. I feel the love. I feel the energy. Wonderful. Yeah. Ia, I'm glad you were able to come on. I say, I am too. Late. I, I love you all. Thank you have so much. safe evening. And conjure, conjure, conjure. Absolutely. Good night. 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 Good